0: So George was still willing to work with you after that. You had another number one at Easy Come. I did. Easy go. Come, Easy Go, which was a blast.
1: Says she's had enough of me. I've had enough of I might as well go on and set her free. She's already turned me loose. No fault, no blame, nobody done no wrong. That's just the way it sometimes goes. Sometimes two people just don't get along. It it's time to hit the Wish you well, take it slow Easy come, go, easy go We tried to work it out a hundred times 99, it didn't work I think it's best we put it all behind Before we wind up getting hurt No hard feelings, darling, no regrets No tears and no broken hearts Call it quits, calling off all bets It just wasn't in the Goodbye, farewell, so long, lia con good luck, wish you well, take it slow, easy come.
0: I was called by a, a still living in San Antonio, a pretty happy guy, playing these happy hours on the Riverwalk, uh, doing a lot of cover music from Waylon and Willie, because that's what people that come to San Antonio expect. It's in a little... Uh, club called the Lone Star Cafe on the Riverwalk so they kind of expect Texas music and I was doing the Willie and Waylon some of my own and I got a call one day uh after the happy hour thing from the publishers here and they said you need to be doing some co-writing and I didn't know what that meant because my right the the two songs prior to that were, were both self-written I didn't I didn't know what co-writing was I just wrote them out of inspiration of my own and so I had gotten this kind of concept about writing that if I could paint, if I was a visual artist, that I would paint. I would take these ideas and these visions in my mind or whatever I'm looking at, my interpretation of it, and put it on canvas with my interpretation. So I thought of my writing the same way. I can't paint, so I use words. I'm going to take this vision and paint a picture using words. That's how I thought of my writing. And when they said, co-writing is when we get you with another hit songwriter and y'all get together and write a song and I don't know if I said it out loud or it just rang in my head real loud but it was I've never bought a painting with two signatures at the bottom of it (laughs) so it didn't make a lot of sense to me but they said that's what we do in publishing we we uh, think of it as networking in the corporate world we combine resources another hit songwriter their publishing company gets involved they have connections and we have connections we get these things done So it became a business venture. And they made an appointment for me with a writer who is now also Hall of Fame writer, Dean Dillon, who had had a lot of George Strait hits. and But I didn't know him, I knew of him. And I got a real cheap hotel room uh, in South Nashville. And uh, the next morning, Dean Dillon's knocking on my door. And uh, here's a stranger, you know, he's got a guitar with him and he comes in and he sits down on the floor and I sat on the floor and we, we did a thing I call co staring because we didn't know each other we didn't know what to say and Dean finally started talking and said let's go get license plates for my Pontiac and we went riding around in this he had restored a 65 Pontiac Monteville convertible it's beautiful so we're we're styling we're riding around we go get license plates and we start talking and Dean's talking about a divorce that he's going through with three young children involved and it was really wearing on him bad and uh, my thinking was I don't know if Dean's going to want to write at all because he's kind of in you know having some trouble Then I thought man I just drove all the way from San Antonio to this cheap hotel we probably ought to try anyway so I started trying I said Dean why don't we write about what you're talking about and he said I don't want to crawl in that dark spot and try to write song and I, I thought man I'm I'm in trouble here and I brought up the analogy of it's our painting, we can paint it however we want, maybe the way it could be or should be or the way we wish it was. And he kind of opened up to that idea as opposed to just writing about how it is. And we went back and started playing guitars and Dean has all these beautiful chords and he's such a great melody guy. And so he gets us a direction and starts rolling out these words. And I think it was kind of therapeutic for both of us. And we ended up with easy come, easy go, which is uh, a relationship that ends, but it ends on a more, you know, hey, just didn't work out. Let's just move on. And that was so healing for both of us. And ironically, I was getting a divorce at that time, too, but I didn't know it yet. So it didn't (laughs) influence my writing. But, you know, we turned and then I learned uh, I learned a lot from Dean uh, how to approach a song more conversational because the mentors that I had worked with earlier who were so gracious after my first number one, to invite me into their homes, uh, were uh, a little older school than Dean or than what George did. They were from the uh, the early '60s era, and and the rules were a little bit different. And that they they liked hard rhymes. If you used the word love, you had to use dove or above. You weren't allowed to go enough or tough or any phonetically close. And they counted syllables. And Dean just almost talks conversationally in his music and that opened up a whole new so the co-writing thing was such a great lesson like that and we wrote easy come easy go that thing went number one and uh dean and I, we had a big number one party on that and dean and i had a big time we've been from my perspective really really good friends for a very long time <laughs> and gone through a lot of changes together and uh, dean is doing so good now and uh He just keeps writing hits. He's iconic.